Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs, the show that constantly streams stories of entrepreneurship, leadership, and how people are dealing with this increasingly hectic and unpredictable economy. Every week, we like to speak with Mark Furman, shareholder director at the law firm of Tarlow, Breedhart & Rogers. This segment is called Entrepreneurship and the Law. Welcome back, Mark. Hello, Jeffrey. Great to be with you. Nice to be with you, too. Mark, a subject that seems to be on everybody's lips, uh, supply chain problems, contracts with supply chain Uh I'm sure it's something you see all the time and are keeping your clients or trying to keep your clients out of arguments and fights. Yes. Well, we certainly are seeing, um, you know, a unbelievable amount of supply chain disruption, which affects so many different industries. And um, so you have the problem of, you know, what, happens if you can't get the product what happens if you're the supplier and you can't get the product what happens if the price has increased double triple uh, fourfold you know from the point of view of the seller and the point of view of the buyer um, you know this is an area where there's all sorts of uh, need to protect yourself and to negotiate agreements that uh, uh, make sense. Um, you know, in law school, you get taught, uh, you get taught uh, this concept called force majeure, which is when an act of God prevents some event from happening. And uh, if you've committed to something and an act of God occurs, are you liable for breach of contract? And there were a tremendous amount of these cases in the Northeast in, after the blizzard of 78. And then for the next several decades, I didn't get any of these cases. And then all of a sudden with COVID, uh, these cases have arisen where literally suppliers, uh, it would cost suppliers three or four times uh, the amount they were obligated to uh, sell product for. Um, and so they couldn't possibly make money. In fact, if they performed, they'd go out of business. So uh, it is important for uh, people to protect themselves and to look at the terms and conditions of their contracts when they supply goods or when they uh, go out and try to acquire goods. And what about delays? You know, we have these incredible delays as well as increase in pricing that have uh, come up. And, uh, you know, when there are delays that can impact the buyer because the buyer in turn needs to supply it to its own buyer frequently. And uh, time is of the essence. And a lot of contracts will just say time is of the essence. But what if you can't get the product? Are you in breach of the agreement? Uh, what are the damages you're liable for? So this is really a legal minefield um, because so much the, there's kind of been an assumption for years and years pre-COVID that if you order a product, 
even if it's from overseas, the product will come in very close to the assumed delivery date at a price that will be predictable. And uh, when it's not, uh, the expectations of the parties are really um, questioned and <clears throat> the law is going to supply an answer to who's liable for what better to make sure that you understand going into the order, the arrangement, the contract, you know, what happens if that's the question that needs to be asked. What happens if something goes wrong and, uh, or do you just want to roll the dice? So I'm certainly an advocate for asking that question. What happens if, so that uh, you can try to protect yourself. Well, it seems to be tough on all parties, the seller, the, the, the B2B in the middle, the, the one on the end, if it's B2B or B2C again, if it's in a chain. But if the chain is broken, uh, isn't it likely that somebody's going to get very angry in one part or all of the chain and start to disrupt and distract? Yes. Uh, you know, legally, you know, the clearest legal recourse is against the party with whom you entered into an agreement with, whether it was a, a purchase order or a, or a written, more formal written agreement. Um, so somebody's in breach, uh, potentially, and they're liable for the damages that flow from the breach. So if you're going to, if you have a contract to supply uh, a million widgets to a buyer and you purchase your widgets from someone else, some other company, and they don't supply the widgets to you, you can't sell them to your buyer. And if you're contractually obligated to do it, that may be a breach of contract. And you may be liable to your buyer for all the damages that flow from it. You know, if you have a contract where the, you know, the damages are a few thousand dollars, you know, those are not the cases that are generally going to end up in court. But if you have a contract to supply a million widgets at, you know, a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars a widget. I mean, you're talking about a huge amount of money and the damages can be quite, quite large. So it's well worth understanding and using your business lawyer to help you protect yourself. And if you're, if you really need these widgets, make sure the contract protects you in the event your supplier doesn't provide them. Um, so there's a variety of ways that that can be done. And so long as your supplier stays in business, hopefully you'll have some recourse. But you also need to protect yourself against the person who's going to buy the widgets from you because you're going to be a target of theirs if things go wrong. So That's what it's I was sort of this about. domino effect. I keep thinking about being the sandwich and, uh, you know, being, let's say, like uh, some aspect of uh, construction 
where you're buying widgets or products at a large quantity. And then you might be working with a developer on the other end and you could end up in lawsuits on both sides. And how do you construct the contract on both sides? I mean, it, that could really squeeze somebody out of business and actually ruin their reputation. Yeah, let's say the, uh, the manufacturer who agrees to supply the widgets to the person who's going to resell them. Let's say they're um, three weeks late, a month late. They can get the widgets, but they're too late for their buyer so that, uh, you know, the buyer's buyer needs the widgets then. So the buy and they can't perform. So the buyer's buyer goes out and buys them elsewhere. Now the manufacturer has a, a contract with the, we call it the middle person uh, to supply the widgets. Yes, they're a few weeks late, but the manufacturer says, so what? Time isn't of the essence in our terms and conditions. You've got to buy these widgets. And if you don't, you're liable to us for failing to buy them. So you talk about being in the middle of a sandwich, um, you know, that, that can actually happen. So, um, you know, so you have to have an element of uh, caution. You can't be so obsessed with the downside that you don't do business, but you have to go into transactions where you're, de you're dependent on supply chain issues that you can't control with your eyes wide open as to, you know, what can we, what can go wrong? Because one thing the last two years have taught us is when it comes to supply chain, all sorts of things can go wrong. Well, it sounds like you must be dealing with a lot of stress on every part of the sandwich <laughs> Uh, with people. I know that I'm dealing with a lot of stress from a different perspective as a management consultant, but you must get a lot of stress from your clients wondering, do I have to really redo my contracts? Do I need to redo my contracts? What if this person's becoming litigious? I've received a, a letter here. I have to deal with it. Very tough. And uh, if someone's looking for your perspective on these things and being a little bit more proactive in their planning, Mark, how would they find you? I can be reached at M. Furman, F-U-R-M-A-N, at tbhr-law.com, or at 617-218-2025. Thank you very much, Mark. And, you know, every week we speak with Mark Furman, Director, Shareholder at Tyler Breed Hart & Rogers, Entrepreneurship and the Law. I don't know how you can be in business today if you're not an attorney in business. You need to have constant counsel of an attorney. It's just a different world than we've uh, ever had before, and it's much more complicated. Thanks for joining us again today, Mark. My pleasure, Jeffrey. Great to see you. You too. This is Radio Entrepreneurs.